Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relove Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ezzy Spencer, and I help brilliant, magical women just like you to create love, to cultivate a life with someone with whom you are really in love and you are deepening into intimacy and you are feeling secure and you are feeling really excited about building a life together, then you are in the right place. In this podcast episode, I will be going through a question which is coming up quite a lot in my coaching containers actually at the moment, which is how does the Relove Wheel work dating in real life? People are starting to feel more comfortable collectively going out and mingling in bars and restaurants and traveling and that type of thing. We're starting to see a broadening of the ways that we can connect with potential suitors for romantic relationship. A lot of the people that I have been working with over the last couple of years with Relove have relied very heavily on dating apps and I definitely don't think you should throw out the dating apps. I'm going to go more into why. But I also am finding that there is a little bit of a hesitation now about meeting people in real life because there hasn't been as much social engagement and natural social lubrication over recent years. So if you are finding that you fall into that category where you're really eager to broaden the ways that you can meet someone, but you're not quite sure how to go about it, then I will share some of the places that are working really well in terms of connecting with people in real life. I'm going to share a helpful mindset tip, which is going to help you to frame the experience. Then I will speak through the Relove wheel in terms of how this applies to dating in real life. And if you are a listener of this podcast, you will know what it is that I'm talking about with the Relove wheel. Essentially, this is the backbone of the dating technique inside of the Relove program. It is how to go to, from dating to relationship. And there are eight stages of that journey. Each one of those stages is really important and distinct. Go and check out my Instagram Ezzy Spencer, if you want to see the picture of the wheel and the eight spokes on the wheel, which are the eight stages of how to go from dating to relationship in detail. I will finish up the episode by speaking about what is underneath the spokes of the wheel. So if you're having trouble turning the wheel, invitation is not to internalize this as a personal failing, but it might not be a technique issue. It may not be a cut and dry issue of where do I go in order to meet someone in real life? There may be something underneath the surface that's also important for you to attend to in order for you to get better results in your dating life. Because I know it can feel really disappointing when you're showing up and you're not seeing the results that you want. If you're finding that you continue to get stuck at a certain stage, for example, if you're not getting second dates or if you're not attracting people attractive for you, then the invitation is to stick around until the end of the episode because I'm going to dive into what might be going on under the hood there and some action that you can take in order to attend to that. All right, so where do you even meet people in real life anymore? And You know, in a way, this is an amazing social commentary that this is even a question that we are asking for the reason that since time immemorial, people have been meeting in real life. It is only a very recent change that people have been relying heavily on the dating apps as one of the major pathways to connecting with someone for love and partnership. With that being said, it can be helpful to think about meeting people in real life as something that is totally doable for you. And it may just be a little bit rough to turn that wheel of love, but it's so doable for you to do it. First and foremost, look at every single opportunity of you opening the front door to your home and walking outside as an opportunity for you to cast your eye around and see whether there's anyone interesting for you. Now, beyond that, you also want to be asking your friends 
whether they have anybody that they can introduce you to. Someone's going to come vetted in those situations. And so highly recommend, even though it may feel a little bit weird or a little bit vulnerable, or even if you think in your mind, hey, they wouldn't know anyone, you actually don't know whether they have a cousin. You actually don't know whether they might know somebody who could be a potentially interesting person for you to meet. So keep that door open as well. The third thing is to think about what kind of interests that you have that someone else might have as well. And an example of that might be if you play volleyball or if you like hiking or if you enjoy chess or if you want to get into gardening, be thinking about the kind of hobbies or interests which are genuinely interesting to you and which can be shared with other people. And then jump onto the search engine. You can type in your town or your city and type in the name of the interest and then type in meetup group or club and just see whether there might be an opportunity to go and meet some new people. And yes, sure, this might be edgy if you're doing it by yourself, but give yourself that opportunity to strike out on your own, but do it in an environment where you are going to have some other reason for being there rather than just meeting someone. Then when you're there, make sure that you're staying open and alive to the potential that there could be someone who is actually pretty aligned with you in terms of interests or hobbies and potentially also values as well, right? Once I met someone because I went to an astrology class and then I met someone who had a shared value of of spirituality and exploration and personal development, you know. You also may wish to, and this is going to be even more edgy, um, but you also may wish to go out alone to a bar, to a restaurant, eat a meal by yourself, Go to the kind of environment that you'd like to go on a date with someone with and see who might show up. In this sort of situation, what we really want to be doing as well is to make sure that you're putting the phone down. You do not want to be relying on your phone. You want to be signaling your availability, meaning that you have your phone in your bag and you might even want to resist the urge to take a journal. You might want to be sitting alone and be looking around and catching people's eyes and making eye contact. (laughs) So you might feel more comfortable doing this when you're traveling. So what I invite you to do is to do it in your hometown as well. If you're feeling uncomfortable, if this is feeling like an edge for you, it's a sign that you are doing it right. So those are some ideas as to how you might meet someone. Now, mindset shift. When you're doing any of these things, whenever you're walking down the street, whenever you're taking yourself out for dinner and sitting there uncomfortably and looking around, you are focusing on where that action is going to lead you. If what you want is that healthy relationship, that soulful relationship with someone who is really aligned with you in all of the important ways, keep your eye on the prize, so to speak. What we want to be doing is opening up as many avenues as possible to meet that person. Focus on the why of what it is that you are doing. If it feels a little bit weird, dance with that resistance and keep going. Keep your eye on what it is that you are creating. This is where the third step of this comes in. This is where the relove wheel comes in. And so if you are looking on the website, ezyspencer.com or on the visual aid there on the Instagram, Spencer, you'll see that there are those eight spokes of the wheel, the eight stages of how to go from dating to relationship. And when you're, say, going to a new event, so you are going to the astrology meeting, you are going on a Saturday hike, 
because you went along to a high club or just say you decided to go speed dating. When you're going out with the intention of seeing whether there might be someone interesting for you to meet, then what you are really doing is you're jumping onto the wheel. We spoke one is attraction. On the apps, it's going to look like you flicking through people's profiles, but in real life, this is going to involve you showing up and deciding, is that person interesting to me? When you are in person, you can move through the spokes of the wheel, the stages of dating very quickly. This can be why it is important to have the clarity around what exactly is attractive to you. What are the features that's going to make them be a viable contender for a meaningful relationship with you? It can be really helpful to do that deep dive due diligence work first with yourself, with your own unique love blueprint. This is a big part of what we do in the Relove program. Spoke two of the wheel is all around connection. When you're speaking with someone on an app, this is where you start to exchange private messages back and forth inside of the app. When you are in person, this stage can go really quickly. Now, you do not need to be the world's best flirt. You do not need to be hysterically funny. You do not need to be putting on like a Marilyn Monroe bombshell kind of effect. Invitation at the connection stage is to be authentically yourself. We do go into flirting in depth in the Relove program, but just think about this in terms of how might you show up and just say something real. So if you're at an astrology class and you're looking at each other's charts, then you can say something like, that's a fun moon placement. <laughs> you do not need to be winning a Pulitzer Prize for your flirt. You are not going to be judged on your comedian factor. Invitation is just to say something fun that you see, which is going to be relevant to the situation that you find yourself in. If someone else has a go, even if it's a cheesy line or whatever, respond to that favorably and just hit the ball back over the net. You're not going to be assessing someone's ability to be a meaningful partner for you, you know, based on the first thing that they say. Do not overthink it. Do not then beat yourself up for saying something that isn't amazing or, you know, <laughs> try to think afterwards of the 10 other better things that you could have said. Be on the court in that moment. Like hit a ball to them and see if they hit it back. Or if they hit a ball to you, conversational ball, obviously I'm speaking in metaphor, then just hit the ball back and do that a couple of times and just see whether there's enough of a chemistry, enough of an evenness of flow between you. That's really what it is that you are assessing. Is there an energy flow between you? And then you want to go on to spoke three very quickly. Now, spoke three is vibe check. And so a vibe check in the digital dating world often looks like a phone call or a video date, right? Just using the video chat function inside of the app. And you want to be escalating to vibe check very quickly. Now, when you're in person, you just are naturally going to be escalating to vibe check. So vibe check is beyond the initial icebreaker, right? A vibe check is where you're starting to tune into whether there might be some chemistry with the other person, right? So the vibe check is the point at which you might be noticing, is this person person being kind about my <laughs> comment about their moon placement. <laughs> my gaffe that I just made about Libra when actually, oh my gosh, it looks like their moon is in Taurus or whatever it is. It's like, does that person respond to that in a way which is lovely? If that person rolls their eyes or I get that feeling about myself, there's not really going to be the emotional chemistry around that. Do you know what I mean? Do I feel at ease? Do I feel comfortable with that person? Is there going to be an element of physical attraction with that person? These are the types of things you want to be assessing at that spoke 
number three stage, the vibe check, when you're really checking in whether there's some chemistry there. Now, also at the vibe check stage in real life, you want to ensure this person is available. Now, you're not going to be able to assess full emotional availability in one of these initial interactions with someone, but what you want to ensure that this person is, is like circumstantially available, right? This is something which is different when you are meeting someone in a digital dating context where they're is at least an assumption that that person is available for some kind of romantic connection. Now, of course, there are going to be people who are not fully upfront about their situation. You know, I'm not saying that you'll never encounter a liar or a cheat on a dating app, Um, but there's going to be at least an assumption if you're meeting someone inside of a dating setting that there's at least some semblance of circumstantial availability there. There's some semblance of geographical availability there because on the dating apps, there is going to be an indication of their physical location, you know. And so one of the things that you do want to ensure, for example, if you're sitting in a cafe and you're connecting with someone totally random or if you're in a hotel bar, do they live in your city? Are they wearing a wedding ring? (laughs) You could say, is your partner joining? You can ask them, what are you looking for? You know, so certainly encouraging you at the vibe check stage in real life to make sure that you are sensing a vibe, then suss out what is this person's situation? Is there a potential for this to proceed to spoke number four, which is a date? And a date is where you're going to spend intentional time together. For example, someone will say, if you're at the astrology club, let's talk about the difference between Libra and Taurus, like over dinner. What do you say? The difference between spoke three and spoke four on the app is that there is a separate container. The vibe check can flow into the date. You've met each other at a party, standing by the food table and chatting, which could be the vibe check. And then the other person might be like, hey, you want to find a quieter space to chat? And this is where you might start to explore whether there could be compatibility in those three core areas that are essential for the relationship. People have come into my relove containers and they're like, great, that's fantastic that that's what some people do, but it's definitely not me. And then, you know, later they're telling me, oh my gosh, I was walking down a street and then I met this person and we ended up having an incredible tryst together, right? You can always say no, you can always decline when you're not interested in the connection progressing further. And it's totally fine to, you know, play and have a little connection that's going to juice you up and support you to have greater confidence and self-belief in terms of looking for love. All right. If you're finding that your wheel is a little bit rusty, um, invitation is to check in on these two things. Firstly, are you putting the flare up? Meaning, are you turning your heart light on? Or are you showing your magic in relove terms? Are you letting someone see you? Are you allowing someone to sense you or to feel you? The real you, right? So many of us have been hurt in relationships. So it can be understandable if we're putting up these protection mechanisms, which could be, you know, anything to do with posture, body language, cynicism, or being closed off energetically in a way where you're getting the other person to run the obstacle course, or you're getting the other person to prove themselves. Um, And again, totally understandable when you've been hurt and you want to protect yourself. And of course, if someone isn't sensing who you really are, if you're not showing your true self, your essence, your heart, this is what I mean by saying show your magic. The other person can't connect with you. You are potentially cutting off so many options, a really 
awesome people with whom you could establish a beautiful relationship. So make sure that you are showing your magic. And of course, you want to have healthy boundaries as well. If you're finding that it can be difficult for you to say no, you feel bad about saying no, ask yourself, what might be running underneath the surface for you here? So ask yourself, is this a historical pattern that is still necessary, still relevant for me as an adult who understands a little bit more about life, who is a lot more discerning about who you let into your life, someone who just has a greater toolkit in terms of self-love and personal development as well. So just giving yourself that opportunity to let go of anything that's not fully serving you in this current moment right now. And if you'd like some support with that, I do invite you to check out the Relove program. It does support you to build up your self-esteem and self-belief and really get that clarity around what it is that you are looking for, but also helping you to find any blind spots, any love blocks that may still be operating to prevent others from really connecting with you and prevent you from feeling secure in showing up and showing your full self. So then you can be open and available for the love which is absolutely possible for you and you can allow yourself to receive that love as well because you're so worthy of being treated like the beautiful woman that you are and every single woman is beautiful the essence of every single woman is beautiful and you so deserve to be loved and cherished If this is really jiving with you, we will be starting the live group in October and people are already jumping in to the curriculum now and starting to unlock their love blueprint. So all those details, again, are on ezzyspencer.com. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, Spencer. if you've got any questions about the Relove program, if you're not sure whether it's right for you or you're not sure if the timing's right, do feel free to reach out and share your situation. I'm more than happy to connect with you personally to see whether the program is a match for you. I hope you have a beautiful day and I wish you you all the love that you deserve.